Welcome to the Wise Cast by Sundaram Mutual. Uh, hello, uh, good day to you. Uh, this is uh, Sunil Subramanyam, MD of Sundaram Mutual Fund. Thought I'll take this opportunity on the evening of the budget uh, to give you my take on the budget. Uh, well, first things first. Uh, as all of you are aware, the market has not taken kindly to the budget with the severe correction in the Sensex and all other indices. Uh, what is the reason behind the correction, and how do I rate the budget? So, from a rating of the budget, I would give it an average rating. right uh, the reason i give it as an average is because i feel that it's a well intentioned budget which has uh, a lot of uh, allocation to multiple sectors of the economy i don't see it as having negative for any particular sector from a, a growth perspective and the same time i feel that there is a lot of honesty in terms of the numbers uh, presented except for one particular number which is the disinvestment number which i will discuss uh, uh, in a few minutes but however on the market side clearly the the budget was disappointing from a couple of reasons uh, one is of course is that given the slowdown in the economy the market was expecting that a strong boost would be given to the consumption sector which perhaps was uh, not as much as expected the second was the market was expecting also that the finance minister would be kind towards the capital markets and do something to alter the capital gains uh, long term capital gains tax and uh, other things which also uh, did not come through so obviously the market also felt that some of the steps which are positive for the economy were not so positive for some sectors notably the banking and the realty sector and that also led to the sell off but uh, before i now take you a little more detail into the budget let's remember one thing that the market sell off is also to be viewed in the context of the correction in the international market uh, due to the whole coronavirus and its expected impact in the context of that right let's uh, not overreact to say that this entire thing is only because of a negative view of the budget so let me drill down to the budget uh, so what are the things about the budget which stand out now the first things first is that i think that the finance minister has been honest in admitting the fiscal deficit challenges and has taken the opportunity to use the leeway within the frbm act of half a percentage both in the current year's estimates and in the next year's uh, projections now what is the good part about this is that it was a known factor once the government did the corporate tax uh, uh, giveaways in the middle of last year that the fiscal was going to be under stress because the revenue numbers were also not up to the expectations so accepting that reality but at the same time not going beyond the self imposed uh, limits that we had proposed i think is a good reflection which should be viewed very well by the foreign rating agencies that's number 1 number 2 is the fact uh, that even with such a constrained budget the finance minister has managed to to do some things to uh, boost uh, uh, industry and consumption so the first thing is that she's uh, proposed a new set of lower income taxes uh, which are an option for existing investors if they wish to avoid the pain of going through uh, various investments having an auditor to do your tax planning and simply avail of this benefit which Which I think at a, a tax lab of fifteen lakh rupees comes to a saving of seventy eight thousand rupees. Now this is obviously something that an investor taxpayer would have to take a call whether he chooses the old or the new. So there is nothing negative here in the sense that the tax rates haven't gone up. But if you choose to take the new system, 
then you can save tax. Now, the point is, if, if a significant proportion of the people offer the new systems, there are two things here. So, first is the finance minister estimated that this would be a loss of 40,000 crores for the central government. And yet, this 40,000 crores would naturally be a straight boost to the consumption sector. That's one way of looking at it. But at the same time, this measure has not probably been welcomed by the market because a whole bunch of uh, investments, the ATC, ATCC, uh, ATG, uh, insurance, NPS, all of which probably will see less demand to the extent that some customers switch away. So naturally, the market felt it was negative for insurance companies because some amount of insurance is definitely bought based on the tax deduction. Maybe some of the ELS schemes may face challenge because of this. And this was not received well by the markets. But bear in mind that if this really goes through for the economy, there's going to be a 40,000 crore consumption boost. The other tax-related thing that the government has done is the dividend distribution tax. Now, there again, the government, obviously, this is a saving to all companies which pay dividends and the estimated loss to the government is 25,000 crores. So, which means one way to look at it is that straight away the EPS of dividend-paying companies is going to go up by 25,000 crores. So, naturally, there should be a re-rating of those companies for that increase in their EPS. That's point number one. Point number two is, of course, this is again taken negatively by the market because taxes now got to be paid on dividend in the hands of the investor and hence those investors receive the dividend according to their tax labs pay and hence it's negative from a you know retail investor's perspective but there again if you look at it this 25,000 crore is a given for the dividend paying companies in terms of the improvement EPS but any additional tax naturally the government's income could actually go up because of this would actually come and help the government's revenue plan so in my view from an overall macro perspective that's a, it's a good thing both from a stock market valuations of dividend paying companies as well as from the government's uh, revenue projections it will come and ease the burden now Taking those two big negative from the dividend distribution tax and the uh, impact of the other corporate tax or the personal income tax cut uh, out of the picture, the budget itself uh, did not do an LTCG tax waiver or a reduction and I think that's why the market took it negatively. So that's what it is. Let us move forward now. So on the pure budget itself, what the reason I rated it as an average budget from a industry and general perspective was because uh, there is a widespread allocation to key sectors of the economy. So, the first thing is that as uh, we have outlined a 100 lakh crore investment in infrastructure by the government, I think a lot of steps have been taken in terms of identifying 6,500 projects. The important decision announced in the budget today was the allocation of 22,000 crores as capital to the national infrastructure financing way companies so that this as equity would help them raise another the 80,000 crores by way of debt to actually finance this 100 lakh crore. So, I think that's a very significant move of putting in 20,000 crores to help create the infrastructure. At the same time, it was made it much easier to raise infrastructure financing by giving a tax exemption on any kind of income from infrastructure investment done for a minimum of three years by sovereign wealth funds such as uh, Abu Dhabi Investment Authority and the likes. So, I think this focus on infrastructure I think has been very well and I think after this 90,000 crores or something is going to be on the road sector as the road minister subsequently explained. So, I think this is again a very good boost for infrastructure and hence a positive for cement, steel and uh, relative uh, industries. Also from the fact that 
99,000 crores has been allocated for the education sector for skilling up our country, which is a big boost to the Make in India program. Because as you are aware, there is this huge opportunity for India over the next decade in terms of switching for manufacturing from China, which is suffering a reduction in their working age population as well as a sharp increase in their per capita wages to lower cost destinations in India. So, I think this is a very significant move in terms of investing on that education so that we have adequate level of skilled labor of the fold. The other thing which was very, very welcome in the budget was the fact that the MSME sector has got a whole lot of benefits to support it. They have also done the debt market. So, one of the key things which the market I felt today has ignored is that there is a huge set of actions in the budget which are actually externally oriented and make India as a very favorable country from a foreigner's perspective. This translates from the FPI limit to corporate bonds going up from 9% to 15%, opening up some GSEX for NRIs as well as the fact that the dividend distribution tax actually will help both FDI and FIF flows come into India. On FIF flows, those FIFs who are currently investing in companies which pay dividends suffer a double taxation because there was a DDT directed in India and they would pay income tax on that dividend back in their home country. By removing the DDT, these FIAs now will have only a single point taxation at their home country. On an FDI also, the dividend distribution tax is a very favorable thing because when the corporate tax was cut at a 17% including surcharge for new companies, it was actually among the lowest tax rates in the world. But any project would have dividends because FDI coming in would take the money back into their country only through the form of dividends. And so, it was a negative to the economies of the project if that is going to be post-tax deduction. Hence, from that perspective, these economies of these projects which now come into India as part of a Make in India program would benefit from the improved uh, cash flow generation and better net present values of these projects. So, like I said, there is a whole uh, bunch of these stuff in the budget which is favorable and I do expect this would boost FDI and FII flows into our country in the coming weeks and years. Finally, to sum up on the budget, on the budget numbers, like I said, the leeway of 3.8% for this year and 3.5% for next year has been used by the finance minister. But one key thing there is that they have projected a sharp rise in the disinvestment proceeds on terms of 2 lakh crores, of which 1.2 lakhs comes from the disinvestment from the core PSU enterprises. Another 90,000 crores is coming going to come from banks and insurance companies. So, in this, the LIC piece is probably one of the most attractive pieces because foreign investors are definitely will look this as the family jewel of the government of India and that should be a successful issue. So, it gives a lot of confidence to the achievement of that and perhaps that is another reason why domestic insurance companies have been uh, hurt in their valuations today because they feel that some amount of money of FIS could get shifted from private insurers into the, into the divestment that happens in the LIC. So, to me, the intentions of the budget are very, very honest. The numbers presented were fairly credible. And I think the allocation of money was done to a lot of uh, different uh, schemes. It showed a, a very large-hearted budget in terms of taking care even the softer aspects of uh, running the of a, uh, running a nation and not just the financial aspects. So, like I said, to me, to sum it up, I view this as an average budget. Yes, the markets were disappointed because of some expectations which didn't happen, but 
looked at in the context of the interim budget of last year then the june budget which was then presented and the corporate tax cuts in the middle and the infrastructure projects launched in, uh, announced in december to this budget holistically i think the government has shown that it is a very responsive government and that the economy is back on the agenda as far as the government is concerned and this augurs well from the uh, growth of our economy and i don't think there's anything in the budget which needs to make uh, us alter our projection that the next year we are going to see a 6.5% GDP growth rate as per the IMF projections or our domestic stock market analysts. I think that aspiration for next year's growth revival has not been damaged by this budget and I think that over the coming weeks and years as the impact of the coronavirus gets assessed to the market and the reality of world growth impact on that is assessed, money should start flowing back into the Indian market from foreign sources and I do see that uh, the year is a good time now to invest. This correction has actually provided you a good opportunity to enter the market from a longer term perspective. Uh, all the best to you and happy investing. Thank you for joining us on the Wisecast. We hope to have you again on the show soon. The Wisecast is a podcast initiative by Sundaram Mutual. We hope you like listening to us as much as we love presenting it to you. Stay tuned to the Wisecast to learn more about the world of mutual funds and investing. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully.